What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. We are in Bentonia, Mississippi, in Gilbert's RV, and I just happen to have my buddy. He's been on the show before. Nick Wade. Thank you. Thank you. And they they just clapped. I don't know. I heard it from somewhere. It came, How came from goes the RV. It? Brother, you're down here again. It's 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 amazing. I, I'm blessed. Is all I can say. So just, I mean, I guess just to open up the interview is, mm-hmm. where are you from? Let the people know. It's like, hmm, how did you get attached to the blues? Because um, it's so weird that you did. Yeah. And I got something to pick your mind about. Because okay. Because this kind of deals with spirituality. Okay, cool. Cool. I like, to- that's a good topic for me. <laughs> Let's go. So, so um, you know, well, I, I'm a country boy. I grew up in a country, uh, was born in a country. Lived out in it. Lived on a lived on a thousand acre thousand. I grew up on a thousand acre farm. Uh, uh, my dad was the farm manager, and it was a, a large family that lived there on the farm and helped too. And uh, during that time, I was exposed to something that by the nineteen eighties was not around anymore, or at least in Virginia. Now, the large family of folks that lived there were black and very, very poor. And uh, they were given a, a place to stay, you know, and, and paid. Uh, but some of, some of the people lived down by Creek. And uh, that Creek was actually a former slave's quarters. And, uh, wow. yeah. And, uh, and then the manor house was up on the hill. And, uh, but they some of the people were living up there and then some of his relatives were down by the creek but i didn't know all this as a child you know i'm just riding on the tractor with my dad didn't playing mean with anything the kids. yeah no no it didn't yeah there, there that capacity that doesn't come at we, that uh, early of an age you know just to hijack you just for a second but go for it i've recorded two episodes in a downtown city here in the state of Mississippi, mm-hmm. to where we recorded the episodes in those shacks. Mm-hmm. They're now rented out as apartments, but it's wild to see just how far it's gone. Mm-hmm. If you live in a place old as this, right? And so you know, Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. So. When you come to somewhere like Virginia's old Roanoke, I mean yeah, that's beginning. Yeah. Was yeah the beginning of the hard times for <laughs> you know our fellow brothers and sisters. You yeah, know? I mean Virginia, that's where the first boats came from off of the, the you yeah. know the west coast of Af- Africa came right into Virginia. And so I mean you you understand what I'm saying? It's like when you come to Mississippi and you come and you drive through these, it's almost like time stood still. Yeah, yeah. Time, with the for, memorials. time forgot about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it, the was, pe- it was beyond it. But then you had like the heartbeat of the people. Yeah, which is the blues, which yeah. has been replicated in rock and roll, pop, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, repackaged, and Stevie Wonder. Yeah, a lot. And so here we stand, and just is like we've coming from Virginia. I'm from Alabama. Mm-hmm. We meet in Bentonia, Mississippi. Yeah. You played here today, but like before we get going with that, mm-hmm. I've never seen this many people here in my life. Me neither, brother. It's close to a thousand people. Got to be. It has to be. Yeah. This is the 50th anniversary of the Bentonia Blues Fest mm-hmm. of the Blue Front Cafe. Mm-hmm. And famous, world famous, Blue Front Cafe. Yeah. And here we are. We just uh, we just had a heard a performance from uh, Bobby Rush, two-time f- Grammy winner. <laughs> that's right. I, I got some Facebook Live video that's pretty cool too. You'll probably check it out. You know. Yeah, you go. But uh, and before I that, happened to to navigate and get up next to the stage, you know, so I could get it. Yeah, you get was it right good. there. You had a good view. I was looking at you while you were doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, before that, we had Gal, you vote. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Great day. And so, I mean, no one here is here to disappoint. Like there no, were, there no. was a reason they were invited. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's, it's it's such a pleasure because every time I, I drove down from Starville, Mississippi today, mm-hmm. and uh, the closer you get to here, you begin to breathe that old like. I don't know a better film. That old brother where art thou to where, like, you look at a film and it's got a yellow on it and it's kind of look aged out. Mm-hmm. And it's just Mississippi and, like, you kind of see the way it is. And this maybe like with life. the roads and stuff, the way yeah. the roads are made yeah. poorly you yeah. know, and poorly maintained. Yeah. It's the poorest state in the country. Yeah. You know. And you understand, like, right when you get here and you hear a guitar strum or you hear a harmonica strike or you hear someone's voice, you absolutely understand that there is no possible way of replicating that more honestly no no No. there's only one of all of those every legend even a bobby rush i mean you can duplicate them but that that's the easy part the hard part is coming up with your own version like bobby rush has his own thing nick wade has to have his own thing you know it just you know. Catching up with you. Tell me about your journey down here. Jimmy call you, invite you down. How did it? How did it? What uh, happened? I called Jimmy. You called Jimmy. I was kind of waiting, and then it got close to June, and I was like, uh, "Let me just give Jimmy a call and see what he's up to." And so I call, and I was like, uh, "Well, fiftieth uh, anniversary. I'd really like to be there." That was my sentiment to him and uh he was saying that it's gonna be three days this year i was like oh okay and then i was like should i bring my guitar he's like yeah bring it down i'll fit you in in three days and i was like cool i'm driving <laughs> i drove down here cool yeah i, I just I love hearing people's story of why they're here yeah you know? yeah it's like because it's not one of those 
places to where you just pull off the interstate and you're there. Yeah. You have to be trying to get here. Oh, yeah. You don't just end up here. Yep. And so tell me about your experience so far. You've been here for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Bentonia. Tell me about the Blue Front this weekend. This weekend, well, Thursday, actually Wednesday, uh, Ryan Lee Crosby actually did a uh, a night nighttime performance, um, and uh, I think it was a few other people. My memory is scarce from that night because that's I think it's one. Was that last night? <laughs> Well, I'm well, no, it's Wednesday. That's two nights ago. But anyway, and I'll be honest with you. So like, it wasn't much going on Wednesday night, even though there was supposed to be like the locals knew yeah. that it was going to be music, yeah. you know, stuff happening. But uh, Thursday night uh, was was incredible. Um, it, we had it, it was all going good, and uh, I left to go back to the hotel to do something I can't remember. But on my way back, I could see the Thunderhead uh, over Bentonia area, and That's it was why a, they it was a super, it was a super sale. You know what I'm talking about with the oh, big yeah. tornadoes, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I was like, well, I'm riding back to Bentonia, and I'm riding into that storm. But when I got there, it hadn't hit yet. But you could just tell it was coming like a monster was coming, man. And first was the wind picked up and a hellacious dust storm Get and i here, swear dude. to you no joke i what's was going walking, on around here huh what's going on around here ain't it ain't it <laughs> it's <laughs> wild yeah i don't know where yeah it's just supposed to be hot and yeah dry. <laughs> ain't it <laughs> it's been tony is magic yeah. man <laughs> yeah you're just supposed but, to hear a train come through yeah every yeah. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah not almost get airborne from going like that with the wind i, I was walking from you know between the blue front and the cotton gin there and the yeah. wind was coming, and I just put my arm straight out like that, and that joker was pushing against me. I'd never felt wind like that before, you know, never in my life, you know. I seen this video of Jimi Hendrix uh, and his woman out in uh, Hawaii, and they were up, and and for some reason on the mountains you get like really high winds, and they were jumping into the wind and actually gliding without anything and flying, you know, just. And it was almost, I was almost worried, like, they're going to fly off that mountain. But yeah. her and Jimmy were doing it. But it's it's cool to feel the power of uh, nature and get reminded that who, who's really the boss here. <laughs> yeah. We can have all this technology, but if you got a super sale coming, it'll mush it all. <laughs> this is your second time on the show. Mm-hmm. We've talked a little about, about your coming into music. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard that episode, I recommend you just look his name up and it'll come up. But I wanted to start right here with you. Spirituality. Mm-hmm. I just had Terry Harmonica Bean in here. Mm-hmm. And he said, from Pontotoc, Mississippi, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hill Country, yeah, around Oxford, mm-hmm. Little East, that got brought into the church. The blues, which was the devil's music, was brought into the church. And at first it was rejected. And it came back and it was accepted. And so, what do you make of the power of music 
when it comes to spirituality? Um, blues in and of itself, separate from spiritual music, is something that started... The blues started the first boat that left to come over to this country. That's when the blues started. That's what Terry said. Yeah, you know, and... Uh, but the blues is a, is a... You know, it was definitely... It sounded a lot different. It was still blues back in the 17s and 1600s, but it developed a, uh, you know, um, more of a rhythm and more... But the, the spirituals came first before the blues. That's a fact. The spirituals was first. And and see, and, and Muddy Waters even said one time he was walking by a church and... It came into his mind to start singing. I forget what song it was. Uh, maybe it was uh, I Can't Be Satisfied. Just can't be satisfied and I just can't keep from crying. Mm-hmm. That one. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, you know, and he was walking by a church. And uh, But see, like all that moaning that. Mm-hmm, that comes from the church. And they brought that into the blues. And that's why they called... That's why folks back then called blues the devil's music because stuff from the church was putting stuff from the they were taking stuff from the church and making it secular and dancing and drinking and partying and so that's mm. why. But now nowadays there's a, we're much different. I think people have uh, I don't want to say grown up, but uh, just um, society has just gotten looser and looser as time has went on, you know. And I think it's just my thing. I would say, and I, I'm not disagreeing with you, I think you're right, mm-hmm. is with society, culture today, as we have lost touch with church culture, mm-hmm. we're not as uh, Christian mm-hmm. as uh, this nation used to be. That's true. Yeah, that's a fact. And so when people, whether they find it by accident, mm-hmm. I see all... I see four generations represented out there. Mm-hmm. There's people being touched out there by the blues. That's right. There's going to be people touched <laughs> by what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of you or me. We're no, talking about something true. Yeah, yeah. Something that's, what, that's, that's real. What, yeah, that's something. And that goes to the heart. And so... We're so lost when it comes to spirituality mm-hmm. when you hear about it it hears foreign because you've never really heard it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or everything that you've heard was a mockery of it right right or just somebody just a bunch of people having a social club not That's, really no spirit no yeah the spirit's not the holy spirit's gone yeah, yeah there's no spirit there at the church it's just a social club but the blues which if we wanted to be spiritual, mm-hmm. I would say it was taught by the devil, possibly. And then we talked a little bit about Robert Johnson, and mm-hmm. Terry would lead on to believe, like, yeah, that that wasn't Robert when Robert came back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard, uh, uh, and s- like somehow he's documented on okay. film, and it. And people are, are and he's someone who preached the blues. Yeah, 
he has a song and was a preacher too. Mm. He preached down in East Cal Parish in Louisiana, and uh, that's real. And he never preached again after he preached at that church because and he sings a song about and it. And he too. lived his life preaching the blues. Yeah, yeah. But he he still loved God, you know, and he and he knew that it's not about drinking or it's about God. I, I believe personally. I'm not trying to be the authority or anything. But I think well, he we have no heart. right. Yeah, we. we yeah, no, we we are not, we're not to judge. Exactly. But I will let you know that God judges you. That's true. As as just as much as He loves. Yeah, yeah. And that is one thing about this culture that I would say when it comes. We were talking about music. Mm-hmm. It says blues, but yeah. when it comes to the heart, I say that shame you feel for that yeah. act. Yeah. And you don't know where it comes from. That's God. Yep. That's I'll, that's God. Mm-hmm. A moral, the moral, a capacity for morality in human beings. And the more you ignore it, and it's where we are as a culture. Your conscience gets seared, and mm-hmm. you, and you ignore that mm-hmm. better. It part gets easier of and easier. Yep. Yep. That's what I was trying to say. It gets seared. You know, like it. It's not. The brain is not flaccid anymore yeah I, and know. that's what terry said about the blues being integrated into the church mm-hmm. at first it was introduced it was fine and then there was a stabbing and then it was a devil's music so it got backed out mm-hmm. but you give it a few years you reintroduce it people forget yeah then you come back you hear me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's going on around here the devil's playground yeah yeah, but the blues came from a very real place, a deep-hearted, distressed place. And these feelings that we sit in, there's a railroad track pulling through, mm-hmm. transporting. People used to ride that railroad, mm-hmm. you know, hide under the railroad cars. Let's get to you, though. I okay. want to talk about you. We know a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about your music and how you got into it last time. Give me a brief synopsis, just in case they missed the first mm-hmm. time. Why guitar? What happened? Well, uh, uh, yeah, just like last time, I was saying, you know, my my grandfather, he was a, a, a pretty heavy musician, and he played with a lot of the greats. Um, I don't need to name drop, but just the best that there ever was. Uh, he never met was famous himself. But... At five years old, he he was always tried to get me interested in music. And at five years old, he, I wouldn't say he made me take a lesson, but <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe he maybe my dad was like, go down there and just make him happy. <laughs> but anyway, he handed me a, a flute, just a a, pra- a practice flute. Oh, you know, yeah. doesn't take any special technique to to work it. And uh, he hit some notes, and I played them right back to him. You know. With, without needing to have him show me how to do it, and uh, and that impressed him, and uh, but and uh, you know he he would come visit. He lived up in Maryland, and he would come visit a you know a few times a year and 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 try to get me interested and bring little instruments sometimes like a piano or yeah just any a snare drum like uh. like different kinds of instruments like. Is, is this boy going to play drums? What is he going to yeah. like? You know, I'm trying to get him to play something. You yeah, know? he's over here on the flute. Yeah, 
And now What's going on around here? Yeah, yeah. And uh but he it wasn't I can't honestly say it's anything that that he did that had an impact on me wanting to play the guitar, but when I wanted to play the guitar, what I learned, you know, with the ear training when I was five with those lessons helped me to learn really, really quick. That translated over to the radio. And what was on the radio? What, what, I'm sorry, what? It translated over to the radio. Like, you began to hear what was on the radio and playing along. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so all my ear. So what was on the radio? Well, like, well, not really on the radio. I was just getting in, well, a radio. I know what you're, okay. See, I dropped out of school when I was 16. And uh, I went to work in construction. And uh, before that, I was a hip-hop head. That's all I listened to. And so I, I was. wild. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I would have never just, expected that of you. Well, see, hip hop—that's the far, far-reaching fruit of the blues, you know. I didn't know that about that, but like, I'm not saying I'm a geographical geographical expert, but like uh-huh. Virginia, yeah, I didn't know it was hip hop. Oh yes, I thought it was. I thought especially it would be, Virginia Beach and uh, that's real. All that area, the the the. Portsmouth, all that huge. Because like I know, it's just more of urban I'm area. And I'm not trying to say anything, Virginia, West Virginia, but West like, Virginia is very country western. Yeah. And then exactly. Virginia is. I didn't know that. Yeah, Virginia is a lot That's different. Wild. Yeah, yeah, Virginia is a lot different. A lot different. I yep. guess it's especially why when you come off of the mountains and go into the flats, out oh, into the Piedmont, okay. and then out to. Virginia Beach and Norfolk and all that stuff down that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, cool. Yeah. Man. Just to pick it back up from where you laid it down is, um, good. <coughs> Tell us a little bit about. From flute, mm-hmm. Virginia, to what you have in your hand right now. Why is that in your hand? I can't. I would. I would say, it's. Of course, there was things in my mind that I wanted to. Uh, that influenced me, but really, um, to to the to get to the point where I am right now. Uh, it, it was just—I I don't know—I was drawn to it. Well, honestly, I'll say this: I just—I wanted to play guitar like Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan because those were my favorite people that I heard on the radio, and that was the first people I learned was Jimi Hendrix, Voodoo Child, a whole bunch of Stevie Ray Vaughan, and. thing that's what I was into <laughs> but uh dude I, I tell you that let's 
three questions. Uh huh. And I want some of that. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm right, going. I can so, do that. hear me out. Uh huh. Number three. What was your favorite part about this interview? About this interview, um, I would say getting playing that pride and joy like I was just playing. I ain't played that song in so long. Like Steve Ray Vaughan, like he did this lick a lot. That it's a Lightning uh-huh. Hopkins thing. And I did that lick that, so that much. That thing was in Texas, but I heard it came from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, it you, did. But he—that he, was his style. That you know, he did that a lot in E. Played in E. That's real. That's real. Yeah, a lot of yeah. I don't know if he got it specifically from Lightning Hopkins, but like you say, a lot of people use that. Uh-huh. But like I was saying, I I copied Stevie Ray Vaughan to the point There's where I couldn't get his sound out of my fingers. Appropriation is appreciation. Yeah. In my book. Yeah. Exactly. You wouldn't mimic something unless you appreciate it. Exactly. And they always say the highest form of flattery. Yeah. But you got to learn. If you want to learn, you got to start somewhere. What's going on around here? Who wants, who, wants to, who wants to pick up a guitar and start playing scales? Nobody wants to do that. That's boring. Yeah. Got to gotta, gotta copy it. Yeah, some I mean, point. you want to sound like somebody. And, and, and you've got to learn. If you really want to play country blues, you've got. Got you gotta know how to do it, you know. Whatever. Ain't no other way around it. Question two: mm-hmm. Walking it down. Go for it, Nick Wade. Uh huh. Tell me, as of right now, uh huh, right your experience at the Blue Front Cafe in Bentonia, Mississippi, for the fiftieth anniversary of this festival. That's right. Rate it. What's going on around here? I, if I had to rate it, uh, it would be... I, I picture a thermometer with the red going up and up and up and then bursting out the so top of the like glass. So it's like the temperature around here. Huh? Yeah, a temperature, but like not a, a hot and cold thing. Uh, uh, well, maybe the hot is extremely mm. awesome. and uh, But like I said, I couldn't rate it. It's, it's the best... Uh, even though I came down here by myself, it's it's the best time I've had by myself. I'll put it that way, being here, you know. And that's a, from a combination of knowing people like you, and you know, I come down here and I have people I know. I love it, you know. But uh, brother, can I just say that it's yeah, it's a nice to see you. And it's good, good to, to be too. able to have this time, and we just get to have a little chit chat. Yeah, right. man. You know, yeah. like, it's so hard. Like, there's, I'm. There's thousands of people out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we're just they're just out there. Uh-huh. And it, we're in here and just chit-chatting. Right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Gilbert. It's it's a, it's and it's like a it's like we're in a, a room in somebody's uh, somebody's kitchen, but little yeah. little uh, little do we know there's a thousand person uh, blues festival <laughs> going there's on a, outside. There's a festival going on out there. <laughs> it's pretty calm in here. Yeah. yeah. So, brother, last question is for anyone out there. How do they connect with you? Tell them about your social media. Yeah. And where are you going to be? What are you doing? Um, What's going on around here? Yeah. um, I've got an album. Well, you can can get up with me on www.nickwademusic.com. And um, I've got an album coming. It's been coming since 2019. But, uh. It was going to be on Blue Front Records, 
and uh and then I can't talk about that but uh but now I'm back with the first one that I was gonna go with Ellersoul Records and uh as soon as I get back from Bentonia we're putting out a a, a single uh, a digital single with Ellersoul Records so that's that's what I'm doing right now and as far as gigging um Virginia is not the best place to play blues unless unless you go north uh, towards Washington D.C. Just not gonna find anywhere to, to really play the blues. I mean, you can get winery gigs, but people there that they don't know what you're you're not they're not gonna know what they're hearing a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to explain to them, you know, okay, this is piano style. I'm playing the rhythm and bass, you know, and the melody at the same time. So people yeah. can follow on and see what's going on and get into the music better, you know. But you come down here, you do that. Everybody's like, "Yep, that's yep. that's the blues." Uh, they know it, and they know it's real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what it do? Yep. Mm -hmm. You said you wanted to hear some Stevie Ray. You want me to close it out on a, on a pride? Want me to do? Want me to do a Bentonia Pride and Joy? Hmm. I, I could do it. I. Right. I'm gonna take a little video. Go for it. Let's roll. Come on. Wait on. Give me just a second. Yeah. It's on you. All right. Now this is pride and joy. Before I started playing acoustic guitar, this is this this is what I used to do. But I had electric guitar in my hand, and I and I didn't sing back then either. Um. And this is the first time I've played this song in a long time. I purposely got got away from Stevie Ray Vaughan to study other music, but I'm going to do it for my pal and for Porch Talk and for Bentonia and for a good time. So this is Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, uh, Pride and Joy. Uh, maybe a little bit of country blues, Pride and Joy. You heard about loving, giving sight to the blind. My baby loving calls the sun to shine. I said she's my sweet little thing. She's my pride and joy. I said she's my sweet little baby. And I'm her little lover boy. I love my woman. Like the finest wine. Stick with her until the end of time. She my sweet little thing. She my pride and joy. Yes, she my sweet little baby. And I'm a little lover boy. Look out. Oh, no, no. 
love my baby with heart and soul. Love like eyes that won't never grow old, cause she my sweet little thing. I said she my pride and joy. I said she my sweet little baby, and I'm a little lover boy. One more time. So long. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I need to do it again now. <laughs> no, it was on my end, dude. I thought you killed it. Yeah. I, I, see, I'm, a, I'm my worst. I'm my worst critic. You should be. Let's do another. You want to do another take? No. No. You like that? Yeah. I'll take your word for it then. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I thought you did fine. Cool. Cool. That's the way it should have been. Yeah. That's the way you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to share one of yours before you go? I would like to. Let's go. I can't say this is going to be the the first digital release off my album, but now tell little people, <coughs> tell the people, uh-huh. fine people. Mm-hmm. What's it about and what it is? The song, of course, or the album? Like, oh, let's do both. Okay, That's great. all right. Well, the album is called "Feeling Good Is Good Enough," and uh, that just basically means. You know, life's a bitch, you know, and whether you're highly religious or whatever, sometimes, sometimes feeling good is good enough, you know, for anything, you know, everything bad that you can imagine could be happening. But if you can feel good and go to bed and wake up and try again, then feeling good is good enough. That's basically what it's about. And, uh, what a timely thing, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think uh, I think that'll uh, that'll hit some hearts. Let's go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you say, boy? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right. Well, this I didn't. That didn't. I didn't make a title song. You know what I'm saying? Feeling is good enough. But uh, I'll play it. Let me play it. Let me go into. Uh, okay. Let me change tune right quick. Do. Nick Wade getting his guitar tuned tune it down a little bit uh, it's a pleasure to have him it's the second time on the show and uh, 
Nick, I'm glad you're back down I am too, here brother. in Bentonia, Mississippi. I am too, Alan. It's, it's uh, good to kick it with you, dude. It sure is. I mean, Facebook, that's basically Facebook what we're doing. Facebook can keep like, you connected, but it's it's just, it isn't the same. Even even FaceTime is just not. It doesn't do it. Nope. Come on now. There we go. Dang, forgot my capo. All right. Do it like this. body I do not want for you to moan Come on When you bury my body I do not want for you to moan You can just take my body down to the grave and give rest to my bones They'll live again someday when my God calls them home. They'll live again someday when my God calls them home. <laughs> Ain't there no more to this old world where these, these old bones belong. No more. You know why? Cause I'ma meet Jesus in the air when God's golden trumpet sounds. Kinda like that. I'ma meet him in the air when God's golden trumpet sounds. And old Gabriel gonna blow it nice and loud to now. It'll reach the whole world around And for all time I will be marching round the throne And for all time I will be marching round the throne And I will have a brand new set of bones In my brand new heavenly home When you bury my body now, after playing that, that might be a uh, my new the the single that comes out. But you'll just have to wait and see. We're in Bentonia, Mississippi, at the Blue Front Cafe. I'm so 
happy I had Nick White. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. And we are signing out. Thanks for having me, Alan. Let's go enjoy the show. Yes. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.